Jesus Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on a episode of N4G Radio, episode 620, for September 21st, 2020. Um, console price watch is over. All the consoles have prizes. And on the show this week, as I mentioned on Twitter, it's going to be a short, uh, kind of focused show, but on the show this week we have Drew. Yes, I am here. And we have Ajay. Buongiorno. And that's it. And I mean, I ain't gonna fuck around. We're just gonna talk about video game consoles because um, oh, yeah. I was about to say, yeah, like literally, that's gonna be the only topic. We're not gonna talk about games. We're not gonna talk about these. But the funny part about all of this is, is we finally have prices. We finally know when they're coming out, motherfuckers. This shit. The Xbox is out in like fifty-two days. Oh man, so and quick. The, yeah, and the PS5 is out in what fifty-four days. Yeah, it's two days later. Yeah, so. So there's wow. one thing I do have to mention. Go ahead. Because I went back and listened to last week's episode, and uh, John mentioned that um, he believes that they're going to start pre-orders. Uh, or, he said September 20-something. Yeah. Um, and then you mentioned, ah, they won't do it that soon. They'll have to. They'll have to. You know, let it stew for a little bit. How about the day of they announced this freaking system? So, yeah, one of the things that a lot of people were yelling at me on Twitter for pointing out was uh, uh, there was an interview with uh, Eric Limpel a couple months ago, and he said, we won't just drop pre-orders without, without notice. You lying motherfucker. <laughs> so can we all agree that Sony has kind of s- slightly lied to everybody pretty much? Oh, Sony's lied several times. We'll talk about all of their lies in this show. Yeah, because there's a lot to go over. You know, like Miles Morales, it's just too powerful. I don't think he'll be able to run on the PlayStation 4. What? Coming to PlayStation 4? What's funny is if you look at the... the, We kind of joked about this before all the details came out, but do you remember how... We were like, you know, whoever wins the last generation gets all super arrogant. Uh, this messaging feels a lot like Xbox circa two, 2013. We're going to tell you one thing, and then we're going to do something else, and it's just bad messaging. You mean Sony, Sony, Sony this time, but yeah. circa Xbox 2013 when they were like, mm, oh, well, we've right. got a system for that, and, you know, all this other bullshit. Right. It's just... No, Drew, you're totally right. Like hearing the the comment from Jim Ryan saying, you know, we believe in generations, but you know, they they were talking like Spider Man and Horizon, 
and stuff like that was like way too powerful. It's it's only possible on a next gen console. And then they announced Spider Man and Horizon both coming to PS4. The Spider Man I saw coming, but I didn't think Horizon would be able to be on PS4. At least with the stuff that they were trying to do, or I thought they were allegedly going to do with the game, because we haven't seen any actual gameplay, right? It's all captured, rendered within yeah. five, so it's it's hard to say. Uh, and when you're talking about these cross generational games, which both consoles have a, a, a decent chunk of during the launch phase. You have to wonder: is is the game's actual original intent going to be compromised because of it? Right? Like, the, what's the only game that's coming out to PS5 that's not coming to PS4 and launch is Demon Souls, and that's basically it, right? That stupid. Uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say stupid. I haven't played uh-huh. it, but that that racing like car combat game. I don't even remember what the hell. That oh, the called. the destruction something. I right? don't think that's coming to PS4, but I could totally be wrong. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that game. I mean, honestly, that game looked kind of neat when I saw the uh, the trailer. It looks like it'll be fun. Nothing, you know, nothing crazy to write about. But that's just kind of. I think that's where we are in the generational leap of things. I feel like because of the ridiculous install base of the PS4 right now, the the publishers and developers of these games putting it out for you know specifically for PS5 only is going to be a huge gamble for them, especially if it's a AAA title. So so a game like Horizon probably would do okay enough if they just released a PS5, but they're going to get way more sales on PS4 than they are on PS5, at least in the first year, you know? But oh, just, oh abs- absolutely. When, yeah. when Microsoft said that they were doing cross-gen, I was like, that's smart, because you don't just let go of tens of millions of, of an install base. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would... When 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 Sony first said Spider-Man Miles Morales is not on PS4, I was like, "You're fucking crazy." That thing would print money on PS4. Yeah, like that thing would sell millions. Spider-Man on PS4 was like the best-selling first-party game this generation. Why would you not put the follow-up on the PS4? And right. and the the reverse to that is what makes the Series X so enticing to me is the fact that. Every single thing that I currently own, Works. I can automatically start playing. I have a full library of games that, let's be honest, I have never played because I have a, a backlog that will kill me eventually. But I have Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I have never booted up. Day one, I can play it on my Series X and not have to worry about anything. You and know? not only that, but it gets upgrades just based on the console. That's the the... The one thing that I'm really excited about when I get my Series X is booting up a bunch of these old games that had severe issues or were mm-hmm. or were kind of hampered by 30 FPS. Right. And seeing them run at, you know, full 4K resolution, 60 frames a second. Yeah. As everyone knows, I have completed The Witcher 3, but you best believe I'm going to be installing The Witcher 3 on my Series X just to see what it looks like. As soon as they put the pad, the four, the well, it won't be till next year. Uh, but oh. it will get it will get some improvements just out of the box, like the frame rate will improve. But next year they're actually going back and in and adding like ray tracing and shit to The Witcher Three. God, man, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine? It's pretty nice. Oh, I, I can tell. Like, it's not like there's stuff in The Witcher Three that I don't have to do because there's plenty of stuff I did not do. So 
I will definitely be installing that some bitch. Uh, on on the flip side, when you're looking about this uh, about Sony and their backwards compatibility, the the information that they put out there is fairly clear. They say 99% of all PS4 games will yes. be playable on PS5 on launch. That's great. However, how much of that percentage is actually going to see the benefit of it being on the PS5 compared to PS4? That's the part that I currently don't understand. Like they they're gonna have releases for these patches for specific games but is this kind of across the board where every game is going to kind of get like a base like performance boost for being on the ps5 and if so is how much of a boost are we gonna see for me you're gonna install like uh all those in the background game yeah bloodborne exactly (laughs) Bloodborne's gonna be on uh everyone's list to kind of give it a try and i think that's a game that they should showcase running on the ps5 maybe running at 60 or if nothing at running at a complete and utter lock at 30 and like 4k you know and that would have been a great showcase of what the backwards compatibility of the ps5 is capable of but they haven't showcased anything of the sort and it's really a missed opportunity because if it does have the capability under the hood they're not selling it in the slightest and it's it's really silly it makes no sense like like it just yeah i mean that's that's one like your biggest competitor is is showcasing this stuff like full on like everything's going to look 10 times better on the Series X as soon as you boot it up. Like if PlayStation does do that, freaking show it off. Like why why not, you know? I, that's what I start to wonder uh the same with the if you remember the off-rumored PS1 through 3 backward compatibility. I just wonder if the PS5 game the PS4 games running on PS5 don't really get an upgrade. Maybe they get like a boost mode. Remember boost mode? It really didn't do a yeah. whole lot. Yeah, not um, much. But it probably is just that, and certain specific titles will get upgraded. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's across the board like Microsoft is doing, because Sony doesn't seem to put that kind of work to to do it. If if they did something system level, we'd have heard about it by now. Yeah, it's and then if you remember, boost mode actually came way after the PS4 Pro yeah. launch too. It didn't. It wasn't something that happened uh, right off the bat. So it took what like a year or more for the boost mode to even come out. So maybe it'll be something like that for PS5. Maybe they're not. Um, it's not a priority for them, and they're kind of putting that on the back burner so they can have a mode like that um, because they they made it pretty clear Xbox. Has a big focus on backwards compatibility. PS uh, PS5 Sony does does not. That's definitely yeah. the messaging that we're seeing. So it is uh, unfortunate for Sony, especially for people like us who have been have such a enormous library of PS4 games that we're gonna be able to dip into when we're done with these launch titles. You know, after the first like month or something like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I would love to boot back up Days Gone and play mm-hmm. some more of that, or you know, just anything to get those games running. But I don't yeah. know. Oh, I want to welcome the wombat. Hello. I didn't Ryan. know you were. I didn't know you were coming. coming. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> we we started early because Drew had to leave early, and we kind of were going to make the show about the PS5. Well, Xbox. Well, Xbox. Yeah, PS5 and Xbox. So. Well, I am I am here, and I am welcome. prepared. I am prepared to talk about whatever you would like mm-hmm. to talk well, about. Well, now that Ryan's here, let's get to the facts. Like, Who among us has already a PS5 pre-ordered? Uh, I do. That would be me. Drew? No. 
Okay, so Drew's the only person here that doesn't have one uh, pre-order. Drew, do you plan on picking one up at some point or another? Uh, yes, probably sometime next year. Okay. Um, and more than likely, I will be going with the discless version. The Good version. luck. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. By the way, I, I just want to I just want to acknowledge the missed opportunity that I didn't come in and say kept you waiting, huh? Oh yes, you <laughs> totally. Thanks, Kiefer. So yeah. let's let's talk about that, Drew. So I have I have a theory about the disc or the dickless. You think, yeah, yeah, right. I, I heard that last week too. That was that was fantastic. So I think that Sony doesn't give two shits about that console, that skew. I think they made it so when they do their advertising, they can say starting at three ninety nine. Sure, and you think they're going to discontinue it next year? Uh, looking at the pre-orders, uh, I saw a chart floating around on the internet, and it does come from a sales website, so it does have some credibility. I'm sure it's not one hundred percent accurate, but according to that chart, the discless version of the PS Five makes up less than one percent of pre-orders of the PS Five. I just don't get that. Really? I, mean, I just yeah. that makes no sense to me whatsoever. And it's not from people not trying to get it. It's from the fact that that's how much stock there is of it. Yeah, I actually Because every heard, PS5 is sold out pre-order-wise. Yeah, and uh, I heard uh, people that are working at GameStop that are yeah, were getting these stocks in. I'm not sure if it was a GameStop scheme or not, because obviously this, this is bad business for them. But yeah. they were getting in like 15 disc-based PS5s uh, and maybe one or two digital versions of PS5. So that's a huge, huge difference in the stock availability. Which, by the way... I have that version pre-ordered. I have yeah. the unicorn. I have the unicorn. I could sell it on eBay for like Good luck. 10, 10 grand this fall. <laughs> assuming you actually get it. Yeah, yeah. assuming yeah, I sure, get it. probably gonna get it canceled. It, what, but what? You know, whatever. I have that, but I haven't. I haven't pre-ordered on Amazon. So you know, worst case scenario, I can yell at them and they can give me fifty dollars credit or something. I don't know. So here, here the question is: Will the Xbox be this rare? I don't think it'll be this rare, and I and I talked to Jay a, bit, a little bit about this before you got here, but like I think Microsoft is in has better structure for their pre-orders, and I truthfully think they have more systems, and I also think that it's not going to be as in high demand as the PS5. Yeah, so because, I think, because the Xbox sucks. Well, right, I exactly. think Tuesday. Spoken like think, a true pony, Drew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I the, think guy, Tuesday, the, the one guy who doesn't have a PlayStation pre-ordered is saying the Xbox sucks. Exactly. I yeah. think Tuesday, if you log on at 11 a.m. And, and, you know, you have your browser open, I think you will be able to get one. Um, it won't last. Like, it'll last, hopefully, longer than 30 seconds, like the PS5s did. Yeah. I think you will be able to get one on Tuesday if you want. And I think that they'll probably be – Sony's already announced that there's a second run of pre-orders coming. But I think there'll yes. be two or three more runs of pre-orders for both of these systems before November. It'll have yeah. to be. It'll have yeah, to be. For sure. I just uh, I'm going to try Amazon. I'm going to try to get my Series X from Amazon. You gotta we'll you gotta have multiple browsers. You gotta have multiple tabs, Drew. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I'm not all right. So that's that's there. one thing I will admit is that I'm not going to be breaking my back to get any of these new consoles yeah. because to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I can wait if need be. Sure, sure, you we know? all can. And right. and to kind of go back to the conversations we've had up to this point, the PS5 I could have waited on too because, um, well, I could have played Miles Morales this fall without right. PS5. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the um, the 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 it's going to be interesting to see what happens on Tuesday because there are obviously at the consumer level there are benefits to having a pre-order system that is this is when it's going live. Exactly. Be ready. Yeah. 
But at the same time, it means everybody's going to be on at that exact same time trying to get one. True. So it's going to be, it, there's not going to be like, Ken, you and I were on Best Buy for a long time trying to oh. refresh and get through, which was just an absolute disaster. But then, you know, you know, three hours later, I got mine on Amazon. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, me too. I and, literally clicked Wario's link and got it immediately. Yeah. So that's not, it's not going to, that opportunity may not be here on Tuesday because everything's going live at once. So True. it's good that it gives everybody time to prepare, but it also is going to really condense the window in which you've got to get on and get one or you're not going to get one. So that's, what, I, yeah. that's that I prefer that method um, versus the scatter shot. Well, it's live. Figure it out. Um, oh but at God. the same time, it's going to it's going to really condense how long those things are available. So my suggestion to anybody that wants one would be be ready at 11 o'clock. Well, be ready <laughs> I, at 1030. I think Best Buy is going to be my last choice. Oh, yeah. Try. They've completely screwed themselves. <laughs> the That was the biggest disaster I have ever seen. It was such well, a mess. And the, the oh. fact that then, like after an hour of just trying to get to checkout, that once I finally got to checkout, it took me like 10 times to get to the thing where... um I, I pick the store that I want to get it to, and then the button, it's so tantalizing because the button says proceed to payment information. And it's like, yes, this is it. No, it won't load. It won't go anywhere. <laughs> That's the only reason I stayed on it so long is because I felt like if I just sat there for two more seconds, I could get the button to work. Yep. That's exactly the way I felt. Yep. I hit check. I, I don't know if I've ever hit the button check out so many times in my life. And it didn't do anything ever. And it didn't do anything. No. You, you guys think that was bad. So I was getting ready for the 3080 on uh, 9 a.m. on that particular day. So I had about four different windows open. Best Buy, uh, BH, and Audio Video Pro Audio. They sell it there, so why not? Newegg, Amazon, and the actual official GeForce. So I was, I had a, I have a script where it actually refreshes every window every 10 seconds automatically so i ran that put it onto a side uh side window i have all of those going at once and the only update that i ever saw happen was that it went from coming soon to out of stock within 10 seconds <laughs> of each one of those windows when it finally changed so not only did i not have a minute i didn't have 10 seconds for me to put in the order for one of those I so, swear to God, it can, it can be worse. It can be worse. Only in America will we sit around like a bunch of jackasses for two and a half hours trying to give somebody five hundred dollars of our money. Yeah, yeah, seven hundred dollars for me on that count, but no, oh, did not happen. God, <laughs> like it, it was to a point where I would see like bundles go up on GameStop and stuff, and I was like, I, I, I got seven seven fifty. I could do this, and I'm like, and then I would slap myself and be like, don't be stupid. Yeah. Yeah, no. this is our sense. I mean, at least can you staying up got you that Amazon pre-order though, so it actually ended up working out. So yeah, cool. God yeah. bless. I know all of us on this on this podcast will say this, and we'll probably agree. But God bless Wario sixty four. That man is yeah. a monster. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's, so it's like my favorite Twitter follow of all time. Oh yeah, I wish I would literally create a Twitter account just to follow him, just so that's the only thing that was in my feed. 
Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, like that dude, like I've literally thought about like, well, how can I just like, I'll just go to his account and just refresh that because that that account is, is a beautiful thing. I've yeah, that. I'm glad I had every single time there's an event. I'm yeah. glad I had Twitter I notifications anymore. on. I had yeah. Twitter notifications on for his account. So it yeah. notified me that he said that the Amazon pre-orders were up and I followed the link. You know yeah. what? You know what? Speaking of that, I would totally watch if he would allow people to know the truth about how he does and what he does. I would watch a two-hour documentary on Warrior Sixty Four. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. I mean, he's got to have like 20 people working that account at once, right? You gotta think he does, yeah. right? It can't be one person. It's impossible. No, because he'll he'll like put out deals at like four o'clock in the morning, and then also at like six p.m. in the evening. And I'm like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. And then he, he has these animated gifs of things that are happening right now like yeah. he'll have it processed edited and uploaded as you're watching it live on screen i'm just sitting there like how is this possible it takes time to do this i don't i don't know how he does what he does and and what's funny is he breaks every deal every price every pre-order i mean nobody's faster than wario 64 yeah, it's just super ridiculous. And that's at Wario sixty four if you guys are wondering. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Give him if you're not following him on Twitter, you're 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 fucking up. Yeah, if you like games, you like deals, follow this man. Yeah. Whew. Um but actually going to the more technical side of the actual specs of the hardware, um so now that you're going discless and Drew, if you're gonna get a PS five, you say you're going you're gonna go go discless as well? Probably. Ryan, did you get disc list or did you get with disc? No, I did. I did the disc version. Yeah, okay. Me and you with disc, and Ryan. I mean, uh, with Drew and Ken, kind of wanting to go disc list. My concern is that uh, their expendable storage is going to be in the uh, NVMe uh, SSD slot, which are great because I'm actually I'm using already two of those on my hard drive situation for my computer, and they're lightning fast. But based on what Sony has said about their expendable speed and how the ssd is going to be it would have to match the same speed of the internal uh, storage in order for those games to load like for example like games like ratchet and clank to like function properly during those load sequences so i'm curious if they're gonna have these like verifiable nvme2 cards that you can buy otherwise it won't work like any old uh regular nvme cards just won't work properly you know what i mean like do you guys yeah, hear they, anything about that they've already said that they said that the ps5 will support external drives but also mm-hmm. when they announced that they said don't buy any of them currently right because only specific ones are going to work well mm-hmm. but didn't they also say that you'd be able to use a uh, like the like the drive that I have connected to my PS4 right now, a standard uh, drive as well, right? I, and just like transfer back and forth. I don't know. Microsoft said that. Oh, okay. But I didn't hear that Sony did. I don't know why you couldn't. But right. if you do remember, let's be fair, the PS4 didn't support external drives when they launched. Right. So I I don't I don't know. So. Um, I- I'm assuming you can probably transfer backup data using like a USB hard drive, like a USB three hard drive or something. Does the PS5 have USB C slots? I don't. I don't remember. It has. Uh, it has. It definitely has. I think I the front USB slots USB C. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. USB C, USB three, uh, external hard drives. Those are actually pretty damn fast. 
uh, as long as you've optimized for them. So at the very least, you should be able to back things up there and then transfer them over vice versa. But I think if you're going to actually run games off of it, you'll probably need to use that expendable drive. And I will tell you, those NVMe drives are not as cheap as uh, <laughs> USB external drives. No, 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 no. Yeah, if you're getting a deal, a terabyte NVMe 2 will... It costs about $120 for a terabyte for like a good, like a decent performer. If you yep. if you get a really good deal, you can get it for like 90 or 100 but they generally don't have the best read and write speed. And these Sony ones uh, that they're talking about for verified content, it feels like they'll be even more expensive because they'll be even faster than that. So yeah. I, I don't know if I want to dish out like, Two hundred dollars for a terabyte, uh, you know, if that kind of comes to it. That's one of the reasons why I'm also going disk based in case, you know, I, I kind of want the option to like flip around games easily uh, and kind of install them back and forth. As far as the Xbox is concerned, I, I understand that they have one terabyte like Microsoft expansion card slot. What does that even mean? Is it an NVMe? Is it a? Yeah. Is it a so the the slot on the back of the machine uh, is um, it's for an expansion slot. It's being made by Seagate. Um, and it's a one terabyte NVMe uh, card. Now they've confirmed this week that you can actually hot swap those. So while the system's on, if you've got two of them, you can mm-hmm. pop one out and pop the other one in, and it immediately just recognizes the games. Is it going to be like that uh, expandable hard drive that they have for the 360, where it didn't offer, offer that much storage, but it costs a lot more anyway because it was Xbox well, branded? Well, I know they started a terabyte, and I don't know how much they cost yet. I don't think anybody has said how much they cost. I'm afraid okay. of how much they cost. Yeah, yeah, that's... I hate these proprietary uh, uh, storage but devices. But Microsoft does support just straight-up plugging something in. As Ryan was saying, you can plug in a, a standard any hard drive external, mm-hmm. and you can transfer to the internal storage, or you can play back compact games off of the... the um, uh, the external drive, you just won't get the loading benefits. Right. right. But you can literally play Xbox, Xbox 360, and Xbox One games off of a standard USB 3 external platter drive or um, standard 7200 RPM drive. So hmm. the only thing you can't do is you can't get the benefits of the, the NVMe drive. Um, so... You know, with, with every launch, you have to consider when you buy a console for whatever the amount that it is, you're never going to have to just buy that console. You gotta, you're gotta, you going to probably get another controller. You're going to probably want to get an expandable hard drive, mm-hmm. especially if you're getting the digital version. And I'm curious, besides the fact that, let's say you line up these two consoles being $500 each side by side, which is going to end up being more expensive with that expandable hard drive plus that extra controller and whatever else you might possibly need. Uh, in order to actually play uh, your your system out of the box uh, with at least some uh, efficiency. What's funny about all of that is like Microsoft has kind of made that easy because you don't have to buy new controllers. Oh yeah, you can use uh, Xbox you One can, controllers for everything. You can use straight up Xbox One controllers. You can use all of your old accessories. So if you bought an adaptive controller or a flight stick or headset or whatever. Like all of that stuff just works on the Xbox Series X. Nice. That's good. I know know Sony games, the PS5 games don't work with DualSense, but the PS4 games work with the PS4 controllers, right? 
Yeah, it's a weird thing. Yeah, it's, so, like, if you're playing a PS4 game, you're fine, but if you want to play... And the DualSense prices came out, they're 70 bucks pop. Yeah, they're they're not cheap. They're, uh... Was it, uh... Pro Controller prices. <laughs> or actually, Pro Controllers are $80, aren't they? Pro Controllers? You've been talking For, about uh, the Switch. Leech? No, oh, Switch. Pro Controller, yeah, those are... No, those are 70 right? They're 70 are they? I think they are. Microsoft Good. is uh, 59 for the Xbox Series X controllers. Yeah. Uh, Dual Senses are 69. I think a Pro Controller 69. They're 69.99. Yeah, that's what I thought. You're going for the Switch, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're 69.99. Okay. So they're they're Pro prices. As far as the Dual Sense controllers, what do we get with them that we don't already have with the uh, PS4 controllers? Oh, uh, the the haptic trigger feedback, right? I think I th- we. I think the PS4 already has haptic feedback, doesn't it? No, not it for doesn't. The, not, not for the, the triggers. triggers. Oh, not no, for no, triggers. No. Okay, does it have the back buttons that a lot of the people will like? No, it doesn't. Okay. No. The DualSense does not have back buttons. Uh, the Xbox Elite controllers have the haptic feedback in the triggers. Hmm. Um, but the PS4 DualShock does not. Um, it still has the touchscreen. You can blow in it. Oh yeah, that's ex- that's exactly. You know, I'll pay ten dollars extra to be able to blow on my controller. <laughs> that's, that's a premium quality right there. I mean, I I was trying to think of things that made it. I I think it's just the haptics, and I, and I understand that they're they're supposedly very cool, but so was HD Rumble, and like four games used it. So yeah, I like haptic feedback is neat when you're playing shooters or driving games. I think. I think I have experience playing those games with haptic feedback, and I thought it was good. Because when you pull the trigger for the gun, you can actually feel the, the vibration of the recoil of the gun. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Uh, and driving, obviously, is, is very good for haptic because you actually get kind of feeling resistance as you're kind of you know pushing the gas and all this stuff. But So that's, that's all there is. Uh, I mean... It's a nice function, but it certainly doesn't feel like it's a necess- necessary. You know what I mean? No, like, I don't. I don't feel like I need. I'm very happy with current controllers, except for the PS4 light bar. I wish that would go away. I get why it doesn't, but you know, I in the touchpad, I, it, it's the map button. Let's be fair; it's the map button. I, I don't. I don't want to use it for anything. That was actually one of the things that upset me about Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. uh, was that. I had just bought like a thing to let me use my Xbox controller on it, and unfortunately, <laughs> a couple of the functions of yeah. the, the you got to swipe it to make the wind blow, and mm-hmm. I was like, ah. so I had to use the DualShock. But like, I, I've always been kind of a fan of just like ever since the 360 of like, hey, two analog sticks, four face buttons, four triggers. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I don't I don't mind innovation, but I feel like. If it's only the haptic feedback that is lost between the transition between the DualSense and the DualShock 4, then I think that's a really stupid reason to not allow people to use DualShock 4 on their PS5 games. Yeah, I, I don't understand why you can't use... that. That That's it more than anything else. I got no problem with updating a controller. If people like that stuff. Like, the Elite controller did the haptic feedback in the back buttons, and I'll be real honest with you, I don't give two shits about either one. I don't like back buttons. I, I hit them by accident all the time, so mm-hmm. I don't want them. Um, but I get why you innovate. I just don't understand why you won't allow people to use. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the disconnect there. I, I hope at the very least it'll allow you to use like the accessory stuff, like fight sticks and stuff like that. On the PS5, because if they don't, then that just that just them just being greedy and making people buy them all over again. 
Yeah, it's not uh, like a fight stick's going to have new functionality. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that it will, but I can, based on this practice of not letting people use their PS4 controllers for PS5 games, kind of makes me a little bit wary as far as what they're going to do. Yeah, I, I really honestly do not know. It's a, it's it's a weird, and, and let's kind of tie that in. I, I don't know that I believe anything Sony's going to tell me right now, especially mm-hmm. after the Horizon and the Sackboy and the Miles Morales all, we believe in generations, except we don't. Yeah. The, those games are all coming to PS4. Consoles have shifted in a way where you know how different the architecture for PlayStation 2, the emo- and then PlayStation 3, the emotion engine for PlayStation 2, the cell engine for PlayStation 3. Those are vastly different infrastructures compared to what we have now for PS4 and PS5. Now it basically has become that all these consoles are nothing more than just enhanced PCs. There's nothing really special about them. The PS5 has that sound chip, has a very fast SSD. But that's really the only thing that differentiates it from like a, you know, like a medium to high end uh, PC. So in that way, I could kind of understand that you're not really putting your games out by um, having these multi-generational games. So, for example, it's just going to be a difference in a game running on medium versus a game running on ultra, right? Yep. So that's kind of the way I approach it, which is fine because I'm, I've been a PC gamer for so long. But I think we need to change our perspective as far as what cross-generation means, uh, since it should not affect the, the higher-end consoles' uh, performance too much in the long run. But I, I imagine they're not going to be as ambitious with these titles uh, if they were to be exclusive to begin with. So let's see if they keep up with the trend with the cross-gen uh, past the uh, initial launch year. It was just, I, I think what bothered me more than anything is that, let's be fair, Microsoft took a beating in the press over things like Halo Infinite, which we've all seen Craig. Okay, we've all seen Craig. Craig looks like shit. Craig looks fantastic. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. But, um, like, the conversation around, like, well, it's because you're cross-gen, it's holding the game back, and I'm just like, it, it's really not, that's a poor example, because... Obviously, there there were there's there were issues at three four three. There's a reason why Halo was delayed until 2021. Um, but to hear that argument for a solid three months for Sony to just go, nah, we lied. We don't really believe in generations. We believe in making money, which is the smart thing to do. Let's be fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, Spider-Man's gonna sell a shit ton on PS4. Horizon's gonna sell a shit ton on PS4. I mean, it's just business, and the PS4 is not going to hold back the PS5 games. It's just not. Just like this Xbox One games are not going to hold back the Series X games. Right. At least it, um, in the scope of what they're trying to do in the visual fidelity area, yeah. No, it, it's just not. You know, you build and you scale, and I know I make it sound simple, and it's extremely hard work. That's not what I mean. What I mean is that PCs, like Jay has said, have been doing this for years. Yep. I mean... For... Horizon runs on a PC, maybe not great because the port's bad, uh-huh. but the PC used to run fucking Beavis and Butthead point-and-click games, and now it runs Horizon. So don't tell me cross-generation makes it, holds it back. That's a stupid no, argument. No. It was stupid when people were making it about Xbox. It's stupid if anybody makes it about PlayStation 5. Just is. Yeah. Very so. true. 
very true. We're we're living in different times there. The goals of these machines are different. Um, the real question at this point is, are we going to see a PlayStation 5 Pro? Are we going to yeah. see a Xbox Series X? Pro. Series X. <laughs> Series XX? <laughs> fucking Series XX. Uh, oh, goddamn. Fucking Xbox and their naming conventions, man. Yep. Uh, so let's talk about some games. So God of War was announced. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, we all love the first one. Drew, did you beat the first game yet? Not yet. We're still working on it, Phoenix Down. So okay. I, I guess Ragnarok happens. Don't spoil it, though. <laughs> no, no, it, it, it doesn't. Okay. That's, just a, that's just a subtitle. They didn't show anything. So it was a Metroid Prime premiere. So, like, you just get the logo, which is fine. I know it'll come. I know it'll be great. I'm not worried about it. There you go. Let's talk about the other elephant in the room. Another place where Sony is is really kind of irritating the piss out of me. Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. Yeah. It's about about that exclusivity. Yeah, about it's, that exclusivity. It's not. That's it's the not. thing. It's not. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, we, we really should title this one Asterix also coming to PC. PC um, in six months, uh, 12 months Xbox. Yeah. yeah. And so... I and they even said that like they even did that with Dark Souls and then they or not Dark Souls but Demon Souls and then changed it. Yeah, they yeah. changed the trailer. They're still claiming that it's not coming to PC, and I'm like, eh. you're you're lying. Yeah. Well, Bloodborne never came to PC, even though everyone thought it was going to. So I don't know, man. I, yeah, but I Bloodborne, wanted to. Bloodborne didn't launch with a trailer that at the end of it said also coming to PC. That's true. And, and also, what uh, timed exclusive to PlayStation? What Demon Souls? I doubt it. It's Blue Point. Didn't it uh, say? Didn't it say on that trailer? It was like also coming to PC and timed exclusive for PlayStation Five. I still, I still think Demon Souls will stay console exclusive to PlayStation. Yeah, I think, I think that was a blunder as far as the graphics department goes. Uh, that's probably why they removed it. Like generally speaking, they don't deny things that are gonna happen. Uh, un- unless uh, they have some plausible deniability, and that uh, I don't know, it-, it feels like kind of a pointless thing to deny if they already had the trailer up. You know what I mean? But um, as far as those games are concerned, it feels like timed exclusive seems like a square thing. They did it with Final Fantasy VII remake that's coming to PC in like in like a couple months too, right? Like they had a one year exclusivity with PS5. Is it ever coming to Xbox at all? Yeah, it'll come to Xbox probably in March when the exclusivity's up. Okay, so say, PC, yeah. PC and uh, Xbox in March then, right? Okay, so maybe they'll do that with Final Fantasy 16 as well. Um, I'm sure, but it'll be... So it'll launch on PS5 in 2023 and then in 2024 on PC and Xbox. <laughs> so probably. Here's, here's my big takeaway, and, this, and I seriously had this thought was after watching that PlayStation event and noticing all of this is exclusive to PlayStation, but PC as well. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like in my head, I just went ahead and clicked. I was like, maybe I should just build a better PC and play all this stuff. Yes. Do it. But, but my thing is, is that I have a nice 4k TV sitting right here. I mean, it's it's all about your preference. If you want to sit on the couch and watch it in front of the TV or if you want to be on your PC. That's, the thing that drives me crazy, and I'm going to go on a little rant here, the thing that drives me crazy about fucking PC people, and I'm not talking to you, Jay, so just relax, is when they come out and they're like, why would you buy an Xbox? And I'm like, 
because I prefer to play on a console and the Xbox Series X will make my games look better. Why the fuck would you buy a 3080? <gasps> Same goddamn reason. You like to play on PC and you want your games to look better. So don't ask why you would pre-order an Xbox Series X without any games to play on it that are exclusive. Because I got one fucking word for you. If you're a PC gamer, none of those games are exclusive. You know, you can play them other places. Some people prefer not to spend $800 on a video card, which is just one piece of a PC. If you do, that's cool. That's your jam. You know, I'm all for it. All those guys trying to get a 3080, I didn't question why you were trying to get a 3080. I know why you were trying to get a 3080. You want your shit to look and run beautifully. I get it. I'm the same way. I want a Series X because I do want to see Assassin's Creed Odyssey in 60 FPS 4K on my couch. You know what I mean? So if, Drew, if you feel like, hey, PC is the way to go, you've got Game Pass. Yeah. So I get every Microsoft exclusive. Yeah. So And you get them day one, and you can play them on the PC with your brand new video card. That's your choice. That's the beauty of choice. I know, and I, I just, I don't know. I don't know at this point. Like, I was so conflicted after watching that, and I was just like, do I need to bust my ass to try and get one of these consoles because they're going to be so hard to get a hold of this, you know, this season? If you don't feel like you need them, that's fine. If you feel like you want them just because you can afford them, that's fine, too. But if you don't get them, don't fret it. You can get them next year if you, like, if you want to play God of War next year, if you want to play Final Fantasy in 2022, whenever it launches, instead of waiting then it would be nice to have those machines, you know? Yeah. But you don't have to. You could just wait. And let's be fair, there are some games that we all play on launch, but there are plenty of games like Drew sitting on God of War for two years. Yeah. You know. It's not like I'm dying to play new games here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, the... uh I'm 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 getting one just because this is the first generation in a long time when I've been in a good position to actually get one at launch. But yeah, also because I want to. Um, I'm I'm glad that I can play uh, Cyberpunk on it at launch. Um, yep. And uh, I'm I want to play uh, Valhalla on it at launch. Which, by the way, I don't know if it's still up, but um, they had the PS4 version of Assassin's Creed Valhalla for forty nine ninety nine on Amazon, which includes free upgrade to the PS5 version. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be... So let's talk about that. Um, one of the things that didn't come out until after the show was that Sony's raising, raising the prices of their games. Yeah. Um, next-gen games from some companies are going to run sixty nine ninety nine, and that includes all first-party Sony games. So if you want a first-party Sony game next generation, it's going to be $70. I mean, we all have been expecting it for about, I don't know, close to a decade now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, how do you feel? Like, we already wait sometimes because, like, like Drew and I were just talking about, you don't necessarily feel the need to play the game when it launches. Yeah. And... I kind of laughed because I saw Godfall is also doing the sixty nine ninety nine. I was like, motherfucker, that game's going to be twenty bucks come January. Yep. I am not paying seventy dollars for Godfall. No fucking way. So I don't know. I don't. I don't. 
I it doesn't bother me because I'm privileged enough to be able to afford it, but I understand why people who you know, penny pinch that $70 is just too much to ask for a video game right now. What's going to happen is people are just going to be more picky with their game choices. Or Microsoft's going to pull in a whole shitload of people for 15 bucks a month. Yeah, more of that too. <laughs> God damn, man. EA Play joining that and all first-party Microsoft games plus a fuckload of third-party games. I can't believe there's people out there that still deny that Game Pass is not a good deal. I don't. I don't know how you think that's not a good deal. Like I'm looking. So if you just look at launch of Xbox Series X with Game Pass, you get Gears Tactics, over 200 games that are already in the service, and EA Play, which is another 85 games that you can play on the service. Um, what else is launching first party? I think it's just Gears. It might be Microsoft Flight Simulator, but I doubt it. They didn't uh, have the, that in that that little graphic I saw. The medium is in Game Pass. So you just get that. Basically everything that Microsoft showed that's going to be at launch in that showcase that had Game Pass, all those are just in Game Pass. You don't have to buy them. That's fucking insane to me. Like economically when I when I think back to let's I'll just go back to like the the PlayStation 2 launch where I bought like 10 games. Summoner yeah, like I spent fifty dollars. I think was PS2 fifty bucks at launch. Does anybody remember? Like the games themselves. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, but like fifty bucks a piece for ten games. That's five hundred dollars worth of games. Or I pay fifteen bucks a month and get three hundred games. It's fucking crazy to me. It is. And I look at. The PlayStation and I go Godfall for seventy. Eh. I look at that that racing game that we talked about at the beginning. Does anybody know the name of that fucking game? No, I can't remember the name of it. God damn it! Hang on a second. Like that game is seventy dollars. Demon Souls is seventy. I, I get y'all motherfuckers gonna pay seventy dollars for Demon Souls. I get it. Um, Miles Morales though is only fifty. Yeah, it's fifty, or it's seventy if you buy the deluxe edition with Spider-Man, with the original which, Spider-Man. Which they still haven't said whether the, whether if you already own the original Spider-Man, you get the upgrade for free. That is such a crock of shit. They really need to put that out there. This destruction whole, all stars. Destruction all star. Wow, what a terrible name. Um, yeah, that game is seventy dollars. But games like Godfall and Destruction All-Stars are going to benefit from being one of the few new games that launch. So people are going to buy them because they're like, well, I need something to play. Why is Like a Dragon Xbox launch but not PlayStation launch? I think that's one of those deals that Microsoft made to... I don't... I, I think it's coming to PS4 in November. Okay. But I don't think... That with the problem is, is with PlayStation not having the, you know, the, the marketing smart delivery thing, you know, something to say, this is our games get upgraded. Like a dragon is just being upgraded via smart delivery. Gotcha. It's not like it's a, it's a weird launch because we got to stop looking at games like, well, this is launching for it and it's a separate SKU because it's the same fucking SKU, same game. Yeah. Um, just so according to this infographic here. Uh, PlayStation 5 has Miles Morales, Sackboy, 
Destruction yeah. All Stars, Demon Souls, Playroom, Astro Playroom. That comes bundled with the system. You don't have to buy that. All right. Godfall, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Madden 21, Dirt 5, Destiny 2, Beyond Light, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Watchdog Legions, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, NBA 2K21, Xbox, Gears Tactics, Tetris Effect. Oh, yeah, like I forgot a, about that. Like a Dragon, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, The Falconeer, Madden 21, Dirt 5, Destiny 2 Beyond Light, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Watchdog Legions, and Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition and NBA 2K21. What's fucked up about the Xbox launch is that half of those games are in Game Pass. Which ones are in Game Pass? So go through the list again. So our Gears Tactics, I know, is for sure. Yes. Uh, Madden will be because EA Play is in Game Pass. Right. Uh, um, you got Tetris Effect, Like Game a Dragon. Game, I believe Yakuza's Game Pass. The first really? three on Xbox are. Yes, they are. The Falconeer. So Falconeer, I believe, is Game Pass. Okay, Dirt 5. Dirt 5 is not. That will okay. be a straight-up game. Destiny 2 Beyond Light. That is. Well, Destiny 2 is free to play now, right? Yeah, but the expansion is going to be in Game Pass. Oh, okay. All uh, Destiny and all of its expansions are coming to Game Pass at the end of this month. Uh, Call of Duty? No, Call of Duty definitely not. Watch Dogs? No, no, no Ubisoft games, no. Devil May Cry 5? Devil May Cry 5 was in Game Pass, but I think it left. But this one also kind of irritates me because it's a separate SKU. It's not just getting an upgrade on Xbox, which I think is a crack of shit. Yeah, and then NBA but, 2K21. Yeah, that's not, but it may be next year because NBA 2K20 and 19 both made it into Game Pass. That's true. So, yeah, just yeah. But that's, I mean, that's a lot of games that you don't have to pay for at launch. And and, and granted, they're not on the same level as like a Demon Souls or a Miles Morales. Those two okay. games are really good. All right, here's the deal, because I know everybody is still giving me crap about this. Gears Tactics is still in my top 10 games of the year. It's like, a game pad, so you can just play it. Exactly. So I'm saying don't crap on Gears Tactics. I know it's no Demon Souls, but Gears Tactics is a freaking quality game. I mean, I'm not saying that you're not getting good games. I'm just saying that like the wow factor definitely lays with Miles Morales and Demon Souls. Sure, I would give it that. Gears Tactics is an XCOM game, but it's it's if you ask me, it's better than XCOM. Now, the medium wasn't on that list, but I think that game has the ability to be pretty good. Is that a launch title, though? Yes, it is. Why is that not in that list, then? Because the people, these lists are... There's probably 20 other games that aren't on that list. Wow. But the medium is also in Game Pass, so that's another one that I'll just fucking play, because... The, the, the crazy thing is, if you want to play the medium, you can do it on your Xbox One. Uh... Might want to clarify that one. That one might be one of those that's not. Really? It's a third party, so it's not. It's Bloober. So So what happened to whole everything that comes to Xbox? First party. Oh. That, that, I mean, people have confused that for months now, but it's just Microsoft first party. Gotcha. The third parties are not required to make their games playable on Xbox One if they just want to make an exchange game. Gotcha. Okay. I don't even know what medium is, so whatever. 
It's like a Silent Hill style horror. horror game. Gotcha. Yeah. But anyway, I, I don't know what happened to Jay. Oh, did he leave? He, he's been gone for probably 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Jesus. I didn't even realize. I apologize. What else can we talk about? There's, there's, oof, there's a lot. Um, confirmation for Xbox Series S backwards compatibility happened this week. Um, so a couple things. According to uh, engineers at Microsoft, uh, Xbox Series S games can be up to 30% smaller due to not needing all of the space. Um, and the system will obviously do that math for you. Uh, so people concerned about the hard drive sizes. We should probably talk about the hard drive size. We've got all the information now. Uh, PS5. Um, PS5, both systems comes with an 800 and, was it 865 gigabyte hard drive. Um, the Xbox Series S comes with a 512. And the Xbox Series X has a 1 terabyte. Yep. How fast before that one terabyte fills up? Well, considering Miles Morales is 105 minimum install. (laughs) Good guy, it'll take me all day just to download the freaking thing. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know how this stuff's going to pan out. I really don't. I mean, there's about to be a whole lot of people that are more like me that only play one game at a time. I mean, they won't have a choice. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was also confirmed that Demon Souls is 66 gigabytes. So, there you go. Uh, what other news came out of this? Anybody, anybody, anybody? I'm trying to scroll through stuff. We've had good conversations, so I haven't even been looking at the news. Uh, the PS5 is a hefty boy. I don't know if y'all saw those pictures. Yep. Holy shit, that thing is big. Yep. It won't fit under my console here. I mean, I don't think it's going to fit under most people's entertainments. Now, this is funny because, like, it'll fit under mine, and so will the Series X. But it's only because I had to buy a TV stand this year that will hold an 85-inch goddamn television. Yeah, I don't even know if the Series X will fit up under this thing. I know it won't fit under most people's because of the because if you lay it on its side, it, it it's a fat boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's it's thick. But they said you so, can lay it on its side. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Remember when people used to stack their three sixties up, and uh, if you moved it while the disc was in, it would scratch the crap out of the disc and not work. Yep. As yep, someone who cool. used to have my uh, Xbox three sixty vertical, yes, I one hundred percent know that. That was yeah. fun. That was yeah. a fun time. Hey, Jay's back. It was, a, it was a great time for me to lose electricity. <laughs> oh. <laughs> always nice when I'm in the middle of a meeting or some kind of podcast recording. It always happens. Every time. Yeah. It was funny. I rewired my, my network in my office yesterday. Uh-huh. And I realized I didn't have enough cables because I usually hardwire the Xbox and the PC. I didn't have enough for both. I was like, I'm totally hardwiring the PC for the podcast because otherwise I'm going to get a disconnection. <laughs> you're, you're a smart man than I because that's exactly what happened. So where where did you guys leave off? Like where were we at in the competition? I don't know when you left, so I don't know where you left off. 
It's been a good 30 minutes. <laughs> I think we're talking about um, God of War. Oh, God, we're way yeah. passionate. Okay. Did you guys talk about any other launch games that are coming out? We, we actually did. All of them. Okay. Well, let me just say Demon Souls. That's for me, for someone that's loved the Souls games, and uh, like I liked Demon Souls before it was cool. Like it was one of those games that came out in <laughs> PS3. I had no idea what it was. I played it. I got my bub whooped, and I loved every minute of it. And then yeah. it became a phenomenon later down the road. Yeah, it's kind of the game that started it all. And Drew, I know you were there too, right? Like you got Demon Souls pretty early. We got the PAL version. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey listen, y'all. I, you're talking to the person on the podcast that reviewed the first Demon Souls on oh. PS2, and I have, oh, yeah, I have a screener copy that says PS2 on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Demon's Souls also cross-gen compatible with PS2. <laughs> yeah, I don't right. Know if you knew that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, Ryan, I'm, I'm curious, why did you give it a two out of ten? Was it, was it too hard for you? Did you get past the tutorial, or what? What happened? I did make it past the tutorial. Actually, I think I gave it a. I think I gave it a nine. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, you I, gave it a good score. I really liked. I really liked Demon Souls. I mean, there was I, nothing I it was like really it when you when exactly. you played it. Yeah, yeah, especially with the like the ability to leave messages for people and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Demon Souls. Think about think hard, about Ryan. But I enjoyed so, it. I feel so bad giving you that game because think about Ryan having to play that game before those that genre existed. Oh god! <laughs> without anybody Blind. else playing it. Yes. I I, no, no I started yeah. playing that game blind, um, before, like you said, before anybody knew what it was, other than uh, it was a From Software game that looked pretty cool. Um, and uh, I remember playing. I remember playing through the beginning of it and going, "This game is fun, but it is fucking hard." <laughs> uh, like, and I remember. I remember the first time I died after a significant amount of progress and had to go back a significant amount and thought, man, I don't know. I don't know if this kind of stuff's going to catch on because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people pissed when they die and lose all that progress. But right. um, but no, I, I, I actually I really enjoyed the aesthetics in that first game. Yeah, it was uh, fantastic. It was really unlike anything else. And it... Mm-hmm. It was really that's why it was so disappointing to me that when I played Dark Souls, I just couldn't I couldn't get into it as much um, as uh, as Demon Souls. So I will probably eventually pick that up. I'm not buying it at launch, um, but I, I will probably eventually pick that up just to to experience it again. Yeah, yeah um, Demon Souls is my favorite of the entire Soul series. If they, if they booted up Bloodborne on the PS5, I'd probably get it. That's my favorite one. The, um, uh, see, I didn't like Bloodborne at all, and I I know it's because that that um I just don't generally jive with that like art style. Um, not art style is the wrong way to put it. Like the gothic horror kind of vibe, just sure, wasn't sure. Crafty and stuff. Yeah, that that wasn't really in my wheelhouse as much as like the the sort of medieval fantasy style of the first one. Dude, I definitely Demon. made it the furthest in Bloodborne than all of them combined. God, Demon Souls, man! I'd like the, I, I'm going back to like my my old college years, or like right out of college. Um, I remember he, my roommate, picked up the it wasn't the PAL version. What version was it? It was like the Korean version because it had English in it. Okay, and he he imported it, 
and was like, he's like, you ever play Kingsfield? I'm like, no. <laughs> Fuck Kingsfield. <laughs> and he, he was like, it's like Kingsfield, but it's different, man. I was like, okay. And so we sat down and played it, and we were like, what? Like, what? I don't get it. it, it you die and you have to start back over. He's like, yeah. He said, cause it's like, you, you have to make it, you have to beat it in one, one sitting kind of thing. I was like, what? Fucking, fucking from software made a game that, that is basically fuck you, the simulator. And people were like, okay, give me more. Yeah. yeah that's exactly, <laughs> dude. We became obsessed with that game for like two months. <laughs> cause we were like, cause there was no information online about it. We were like looking at freaking, we were translating web pages, trying to figure out the stuff. And it was it, like the soul tendencies. To the to the point before the internet, where we had all of this resource of yeah. information to kind of help us along beating things, like Ryan actually ex- probably experienced it in the best way out of all of us. As, as a reviewer, <laughs> there's literally nothing out there. Nothing. Yeah. No guides. No facts. Yeah. No nothing. Yeah, just figure it out. Yeah, and we figured like the one of the biggest things that we thought we were just like you know this is a, a big brain activity right here. We found out you could uh, shoot an arrow through a. Uh, through a uh, mist uh, wall and oh, kill yeah. kill one of the um, the man eaters, mm-hmm. so you don't have to fight one of them at a time. I was like, "Oh man, we're gonna do this!" And <laughs> it better be, it better still be in the remake. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it takes so. you it takes you back to the Elect Man power in Mega Man, the first Wily boss, where you would where you figured out you could pause it and just keep pause hitting it yep, yep. and do yep. double damage. Yeah, yeah, just like the, yeah, fuck uh, this. Yeah, I, I will say though. Having um, playing that game with with no real context made the first time that you actually see the dragon, uh, like in the very first level where he's just kind of chilling out, um, really awesome. And then the the scene with the bridge and the dragon, um, really freaking cool, but also (laughs) really frustrating. So I remember it it was cool. I've still got the deluxe edition of Demon Souls. I got it sitting right here, and it came with like a little guide made by the people from Atlas. So they wrote this guide, right? And in the first level, uh, I, re- I remember reading in the guide it says, "Well, if you if you get one of the the blue eyed guys, the blue eyed knights, and he chases you, run up the stairs and then fall down the stairs, and he will follow you and fall to his death." I'm like, "Really? You're telling me how to glitch the game in the strategy guide?" <laughs> yeah. I mean, do what you gotta do, man. I guess that that was that game, man. It was just like you figure it out, and we yeah. were just enthralled with just like, how do we figure this out? You know, like the the biggest thing was. Um, God, what was it? It was the um, it was the boss that looked like a giant, like flying um, uh, manta ray. Yeah, yeah. And and you, you get that sword that like shoots like a giant like laser through <laughs> whenever you swing it. And I was like, this is this. I've never seen a game like this before in my life. Good old Storm King encounter. I remember that. That was yep. fantastic. I, I will say that is amazing, Ryan. I'm sure you probably <laughs> have like, a lot of money. <laughs> PS2 now for resale. Wow. I bet you could sell that for a pretty penny on eBay. Yeah, I'm oh, sure yeah. I probably could, but I'm, I, I will hold on to it. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be one of those items you <laughs> give to your grandchildren one day. It's like, well, back in my day. <laughs> um, let's talk about the last, I think this will be the last thing uh, we talk about for PS5, Xbox Series X. Uh, the PlayStation Plus collection. I forgot we didn't talk about that. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
So that was confusing because I didn't quite understand. Like, does that mean you have to have PlayStation Plus to play them? You gotta have. Both. You get them. You get them for free if you have PlayStation Plus. Well, what I'm yeah. saying is, when they said all that during the 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 video was really well put together, but I felt like it posed more questions than answers. Before it came out that PS5 was backwards compatible with 99% of PS4 games, Sony had not clarified that yet. So I was like, do you have to have PS Plus to actually be able to play these games backwards compatible? Or if you own them already digitally, can you just play them? Uh, I, I think it's the latter. Uh, yeah, I think it's the latter. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. I think it's just a collection of games that you're getting. Mm-hmm. And, and I saw a really good... Um, explanation for it uh, is to say like for the people buying the digital version they may have owned those games physically so if you have PlayStation Plus you just get the digital version so you can just play them yeah that's also one of the reasons why I chose disk space because yes I do own the vast majority of my games on the digital these days but I do still have a lot of games that are physical disk and if I want to play those I can't show that I own them digitally henceforth I would need to slide in a disk to let them know that I own the game in order to play it on my PS5 so it's not an option you would have uh you know buying digital yeah for sure and and I'm unlike a lot of people I think I literally have four PS4 discs, and I think I own most of those games digitally. The only reason I still have the disc <laughs> is because they're not worth the jack shit in trade. Right. Um, and literally the only Xbox disc that I own is Rock Band 4, and the only reason I still own it is because I've went to buy it digitally several times, and it's still 60 goddamn dollars, and I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm not paying $60 again. So... That's the only Xbox disc that I have. Um, but that that collection is good. Uh, it has like God of War, Days Gone, Mortal Kombat X, Batman Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. Last um, of Us Remastered. And yeah, like, yeah, like that is a really awesome collection of games to give PS5 owners on day one. It really, really is. I'm not, there's no funny ha-ha here. I mean, that is that is an excellent collection of games to give. PS5 yeah. For example, it, imagine if you never owned the PS3, PS4 before, oh and you buy a PS5, and all of a sudden you can play all of those games instantly. It'd be amazing. Just be able to go like, oh, I play God of War. Oh, let me go to play Last of Us. Let me go to play. Mortal Kombat. You know, yeah, Batman exactly. Arkham Knight. Like these are good video games. Yeah. Um, so it's really nice. It's um. Is do, is Microsoft doing something like that for? Uh, I know they have Game Pass, of course. Well, I think this is the answer to Game Pass. I, as far as games with gold, I wouldn't be shocked if they did do something. But mm-hmm. I are they getting wonder, rid of Xbox Live? Are they going yeah. just straight for Game Pass now? Or how's that, that is that is the other question in all of this kerfuffle. And I call Microsoft out every time somebody like Rocket League just went free to play, mm-hmm. and Microsoft the Xbox account tweeted about it, and I literally quote tweeted and was like, "Remove the fucking barrier to play free to play games on Xbox Live." Because you have to have gold to play a free-to-play game. Right. And I think that's archaic as fuck. Like, that is a terrible system. And we keep hearing rumors about Xbox Live Gold going away. And I really think it should. I think you should just have Game Pass, make online play free, mm-hmm. and get rid of games with gold, and just make it Game Pass. Like, every month with Game Pass, you get a couple games you get to keep. Didn't they double down on that, though, saying Xbox Live's not going away? They said that it's not going away anytime soon. Um 
but I start to wonder if that's just PR speak because they need to have a time and date for it. I, I don't know. There's too many things that point to that that service going away. Yeah. And I, I think it's so. not a matter. I don't think it's a matter of if. I think it's a matter of when. So is play? What about PlayStation? Are they still saying PlayStation Plus to play online now? Yes, that is still a thing currently. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's weird because these uh, Xbox Live and PS Plus services have kind of gotten away from online multiplayer. Most people that get them is for like the free games that you get and other content. So it's that's it's weird. because they don't. Yeah, they don't actually think in their brains that they have to uh-huh. have. And and the exactly. problem with X the problem with Xbox Live is that on PC it's free. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you look at you look at how Microsoft is like you know we want all the games you be, you should be able to play wherever you want. Well, why would I not play on? That's another argument is like why would I not play on PC when multiplayer is free? Yeah, yeah. This is one less thing to worry about. You know, I have the Game Pass paid off on PC till twenty twenty three. You know, why would I ever pay for Xbox Live, you know? Yeah, just roll Xbox Live into Game Pass, and if people uh-huh. want to play online, get Game Pass. Because let's be fair, 15 bucks a month for what they offer you is well fucking worth it. Absolutely. I agree. 100% agreed there. Uh, did, we, did we talk about um, first-party games being brought up to $70 instead of $60? Yes, yes we did. We did yeah, talk about yeah. that. How's, how's your general feelings about that? Is it necessary? Do you guys feel okay about it? I, just, I said it's going to make people more picky on their game choices. I think it makes Game Pass a lot more attractive. Enticing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess these, you know, cost of AAA games going up, um, inflation, all that stuff is true. When did we get the bump to $60? Was that like a decade ago? It was 360 Yeah. 360 So, okay, about a decade. Yeah, because I remember the so exactly the conversations we're having now about, you know, like, oh, well, that game's coming to Xbox and Xbox Series X. Back in the day, like let's take for example the Activision titles, like Gun. Gun was forty nine ninety nine on Xbox, but it was fifty nine ninety nine on Xbox three sixty. And it played better on Xbox. I mean, that may be the case, but um, what I'm saying is, is like to get it on the new system, it was ten dollars more. Right. And it's yeah. the same thing here because isn't Miles Morales and Ryan? Correct me if I'm wrong. Miles Morales on PS4 is thirty nine, but it's forty nine PS5. PS5? I, I think that's right. Unless you're getting the one that includes the original Spider-Man game. But that's, that one's not available on PS4. Yeah, that's true. That's true, yeah. The one on PS5 is 69 if you get it with the Spider-Man remaster. Which, if you have a PS4 copy of Spider-Man, you get the Spider-Man remastered now, so that's good. But we don't know if Miles Morales does, though, right? Uh, that's a good question. I don't. Micro Sony stuff is, is confusing. Yeah, it's, it's confusing. This is getting, this is have, getting out of hand definitely here. Definitely not yet confirmed that. Yeah. You get yeah. Spider-Man upgraded for free if you already own it on PS4. That's a crock of shit. I'll tell you what's not you. confusing what? is is if you want to play Control on Xbox or PlayStation <laughs> Five, you got to buy it again. That's not confusing <laughs> at least. I got to no, give no, them no. that. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's, a, it's an asshole maneuver, but it's very blatant and yes. uh, right out in the open. <laughs> Yeah, no shit, right? Seriously, I don't know. I'm, I'm overall to kind of end this next gen talk. I'm excited because we finally have prices, we have dates. Mm-hmm. That shit is less than two months away. We're gonna have new boxes to open and smell and hook up, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be an awesome time. I can't, I can't wait. And on top of that, if you're like me and you're getting both, 
You get them in the same fucking week, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. By the time you basically set up your uh, Xbox, you're going to have PS- PS5 show up on your doorsteps, ready to be set up as well. And we're going to be able to channel the N64 kid twice in one week. <laughs> oh, my God. I The last time that happened was PS3 and Wii, where one of them launched on Friday and the other one launched on Sunday. Like, that is literally the last time that happened. And I remember doing that because the PS3, I was the only one who bought one, and then all of us went to buy the Wii. <laughs> yep. I'm surprised but, you guys were able to get one on launch, the Wii. We worked at GameStop, so we had uh, inside connections. Gotcha. <laughs> so, speaking of Nintendo, real quick, how about that Mario 3D collection? It's pretty good, Drew. It's good. It's uh it's broken for me though. I have to I have to tell you. So, if you played Mario Sunshine back in the day, the camera controls were inverted and you couldn't change them. Yeah. And now they've switched them to normal Standard. and I can't I can't play it right. So, my thing is the aiming of Flood is it's hard. screwed. It's screwed, man. It's not, it's not screwed up, Drew. It's the way it was. Holy crap! It Whatever happened? Like, how could you? How can you bring the camera down behind Mario, like you know, and and then just aim? Because I still have yet to figure that out. Well, you you mean to hold still? Well, yeah, just aim your flood and like have the camera pull behind Mario. You pull like, R, down, down towards the ground. R. Not ZRR. It, it, on in the original, you would pull it down before it clicked, and then you would click it to hold in place. Now it's two buttons. Like ZR is just shoot, and Z or just R is like stop. And why, didn't, why didn't they map that to freaking the left trigger? I don't know. Guys, I, know? I think I think the important thing we're learning is that those games were never good, and you're just learning it now. So no, you know, live no, and learn. They, they were not. they were mediocre, overhyped games for their time, and now you're able to see that with clear eyes. So wow. I'm very glad that we're on the same page, and we can move on with our you lives. You completely Mario just 64, threw your... mediocre, overrated, sunshine, mediocre, overrated. I haven't played Galaxy yet, so I can't. I'm gonna tell you this right now: you just threw your gamer cred right on the street and <laughs> ran over it. <laughs> Well, I'm only only half serious about those statements I made, so, you know. I'm just going to say this right now. People can get mad all they want. Mario 64 is the best launch game of any console ever. For sure. Yeah. Tell me another game that could have launched that could sell you on a system Uh, with just one fucking game. Soul Calibur, Dreamcast, baby. uh, Super Mario World. That's what I was just getting ready to say. Maybe Super Mario World. Maybe Super Mario World, but Super Mario 64 ushered in a new goddamn generation. Like, I remember that game. Like, Jason Gambrell and I driving to Toys R Us once every couple days just to play that fucking thing in the demo unit before launch. That game was just... Mm. That game was so good. Yeah, it was revolutionary, but it wasn't that great. Fuck you. (laughs) Wow. See, now you guys know how how other people that love Shenmue feel when you guys shit on it all the time. No, you put Mario in the same conversation <laughs> as Shenmue, and not only did I remember your gamer credentials, I shot upon them upon oh, finishing running man. over them. I don't... Ugh, man, I played Shenmue. I don't... Ooh, man. That yeah. game is a bad video game. Mm. Yeah. You can love that game all you want, but if you tell me it is a good video game, I will tell you you were wrong. I don't, I don't know, man. There's going to be a lot of people that will That's say that. Fine. 
Well, you know, they have problems because that's not a good video game. I yeah, can, yeah. I can tell you games I like that are not good video games. Like that's not an exclusive conversation. There are plenty of bad video games that I enjoy. Ryan can tell you several of them. Yeah, I sure Two can. Like, like, uh, that's not me, that's Ryan. no, 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 he's talking about himself. Yeah, like, it's um, me. the fact that he likes the stupid Orson Scott card. Um, Advent game Rising, Advent Advent Rising. Rising. yeah, 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 I grab like by the game. ghoulies. Grab by the ghoulies is a good video game. Shut up. I mean, I mean, the Advent Rising trilogy was certainly a really good story lark, so I, I, mean, I enjoyed it. it up in the third game, it was, it was wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> very conclusive. Uh, ha- you know, checked all the marks, it was amazing. Yeah. Drew, you have to go, right? I mean, we we can keep going. Okay. What else we got? What else we got? Uh that's I mean, that's all the news I got really. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. been all all yeah. next genny stuff. Um I can move on to new releases and we can talk about what's coming out this week. Sure. Like it. Uh Jay, I apologize. I've reached out to Atlas and Sega Toys, but 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim is out this week. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, it just be like that sometimes, man. Yep. What's funny is it'll probably show up this week, and then I'll be like, uh, "Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, Tennis World Tour 2. Oh man, I hope it's better than the first one. Uh, probably not. Uh, the Sojourn. How you say that? Sojourn. 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 The Sojourno Pizza. Uh, Crazy bread. <laughs> God damn! You brought that back, and I'd forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. Crazy brain. <laughs> oh shit. Uh unrailed Dungreed Ginga Force. Uh going under. Did you say Ginger Force? No, not Ginger Force. Oh. That's Ken's video game. Oh right. right. Shh, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> uh Mafia Definitive Edition, which looks incredible. Can't that wait looks to play that. Really good, actually, yeah. I totally forgot that I bought the remastered trilogy back when it came. I already owned three, but it was like, I think it was thirty nine ninety nine for two and one remastered. So I just bought it, and I forgot I bought it, and that means I get to play Mafia Definitive Edition this week when it comes out. Uh, Port Royale 4 and Troll Hunters Defenders of Arcadia. Let's move over. Castle Storm 2. Twin Breaker, a Sacred Symbols adventure. That's the Colin Moriarty game, by the way. You know he made a game? No. Yep. He's got his own video game, Drew. Yeah, good for him. Yep. Uh, Little Big Workshop, Tears of Avia. Uh, and then Nintendo Switch. Do we have anything on the Nintendo Switch? Oh, shit. That is a great video game name. Worm Jazz. <laughs> is it part of the Worms series with the? Oh, dude! If it thing? was just the Worms from Worms playing some jazz music, I'd totally yeah. fucking buy it. Orbit XL, Air Missions Hind. Is that a Hind? Hind D. Hind D. Uh, <laughs> Allurus. Big Bobby Car, the big race. <laughs> Fuck are these games, man? Uh, Breakpoint Gothic Murder Adventure that changes destiny. Wait, wait. Say it again. Gothic Murder Adventure that changes destiny. 
I don't know where the subtitle begins and the title ends, man. It's Gothic Murder guy. is the title. Uh-huh. Colon, the advent- uh-huh. adventure that changes destiny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is there a dash in there? No. no. Legends of Eternal. Lost it's Ember. Eternal or Eternal? Eternal. It's, it's Eternal. I, I'm not reading it wrong. It is Eternal. All right. Legends of Eternal. Legends of the Eternal. Ermagur Gersperms. It's a great yeah. game. Ermagur! Ermagur <laughs> Eternal. Ermagur, it's Lady Dover's Eternal. Uh, micro. I, I, I would say Pico, but I, I want to say Pico Racers. Micro Pico Racers, but Micro Pico Racers. Uh, Rivals of Aether, Definitive Edition. Rollercoaster Tycoon 3, Complete Edition. War Tile, Adam's Venture Origins, and that's it for the Switch. Okay, well, can't wait for Gothic Murder colon movie <laughs> film for theaters. All right, well, we got an e- we got an email yelling at me. So oh, I can't wait. Anthony's I, not here to. I love it. To, yeah. I can't wait. Cheapy, cheapy, cheapy. You diss the. I'm sorry. This email comes from Daryl. It's called the Avengers Campaign. You diss the Avengers because it's repetitive. You hypocrite. You play Ooh. the most repetitive game every day in Overwatch. <laughs> He's not wrong. And you have the gonads to complain about the end game of the Avengers. Uh, I have not made it to the end game. I apologize. The campaign's boring the shit out of me. The gonads. Um, uh, but anyway, the Avengers campaign is really great and not repetitive. It has a better campaign than Destiny. Division, which doesn't have one, or Apex, which doesn't have one, or Overwatch, which doesn't have one. The multiplayer and in-game stuff in this game... Oh, sorry, the campaign is about 20 hours and is a story-driven 20 hours with little repetitiveness. And he must play a different game than me. That is worth the $60 easy. No one complains about paying for that other 5-10 to hour game, and you get the multiplayer and in-game stuff in this game. If you like leveling up, getting loot, unlocking stuff, and watching numbers go up, then that's icing on the cake. Sure, that part may get repetitive, but so is Destiny, COD, and Overwatch. If I didn't have the ex- if it didn't have the excellent campaign, then I would be saying otherwise. But I heartily endorse getting the game, if not only for the campaign. But there are tons to do after the campaign, like iconic character-specific missions, faction quests, and other missions. As a package, it's amazing. I'm glad you played it, it, so I can't comment. Yeah, I haven't played it either. But I I will say that I'm just kind of waiting until the game is all fixed up and has enough like additional stuff because it's it's going to be a game that's going to be going for a couple of years. They said, right? Oh yeah. So why why bother jumping in now when it's going to be like a much more polished experience a year from now? Yeah. You could have added that after. You could have ended after the first sentence, Jay. Why even bother? Well, uh, all right. <laughs> oh, Ken, you're yeah, not reviewing you. the game. I am reviewing I'm the not. game. Yes, you are. Uh, I will give. Uh, you said Daryl. Daryl and his other brother Daryl. Okay, I'll give Daryl credit. I do think that the campaign missions are well done, um, and I think that those are most certainly okay. Like, apparently, Ryan does not agree with me, but um, I. Uh, God, I lost my train of thought after that. But as hell, I'm sorry. I was laughing. I was a mute. The the uh, 
the campaign <laughs> missions aren't really good. Um, but I will give it this. This game is buggy as all get out. I've had multiple glitches. I've fell through the environment a few times, that kind of thing. I know that they're trying to address those. I know they had a massive patch, what, two days ago? Yeah, it had like a thousand fixes, which if you came as a thousand fixes, maybe it wasn't time to launch it. Yeah, but um, I, I, I definitely see it getting a little repetitive, and I do play Overwatch, and I do say that Overwatch can be repetitive too. Yeah, well, Overwatch's um, loop is fun, though, unlike Marvel's Avengers. Well, Overwatch, a game of Overwatch will last you five minutes. This game will, you know, you have to keep playing. No, I and, don't. I, I deleted it. Well, well, thanks for playing with me, Ken. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being the, I'm being the devil's dick. Well, I think it's an okay game. Uh, I think that there's some superheroes that I don't like to play as, but yet I still feel like I'm forced to play as. Like I don't really like playing as Iron Man. No, he was he was my least favorite to play in the game when I yeah. when I was playing it. To be honest with you, I feel like out of all the characters, I prefer Black Widow. You and me both. She played the most fun. She, Sorry, she, that was a horrible sentence, by the way. She she plays like Batman. Yeah. And I really like that. Uh, but, but, but Drew, does it make you feel like the Black Widow when you're playing? I, I don't feel I, like any of these characters when I play because they've all got like these gear items that don't do anything. And, yeah. And the Hulk punches somebody and like 12 numbers come off of him and you got to hit him like 16 more times before the Hulk beats down this like two foot tall robot. So I don't really feel like the Hulk either. Well, I mean, I'm not worried about feeling like these superheroes. I mean, I get it; it's a video game. I know. Um, but uh, I don't know. It, it, it just, in some instances, I feel overwhelmed while playing that game. Um, it's just there's so much to do. There's so much things to keep track of. Um, and I feel like the gear, uh, it, most of it is. It feels a lot like five year old Diablo. Where if you start a new game in Diablo five years after it launched, it's all like, I don't care about anything I pick up until I get to the end game. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what the Avengers feels like. I don't care about any of this as long as the number goes up. And it's just like, but then they force you to min-max halfway through the game. Because I like when you first take over as Iron Man, he's like underleveled. And so you have to start paying attention to your gear and powering it up. And I'm like, I don't want to power up this gear because I'm going to throw it away in a little while. And that's really annoying. But I have to level it up because, well, I'm getting my ass kicked. I don't know. I feel like it definitely has that Destiny vibe to it. Um, and, and a beat em up I feel like. Yeah, I think it's that's... it's an okay game. I'll put it that way. I would say anybody out there who is like, hey, I kind of want to play this game, but I don't know about it right now, you can wait a year, probably get it at a nice discount, and probably have a better game on your hands. That's, yeah. that's my plan. Yep, yeah. I'm not I'm not in a hurry to play this game. Uh, honestly, I'm going to be playing Miles Morales when it comes out, and that'll be my superhero fix, at least for a while. Um, from a combat angle, I think that game probably will probably play a lot better because Spider-Man played really well, you know? So I can't imagine it being any worse than regular Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. So it I'll get my face with the same game. It, yeah, this, with, this, with different powers and stuff. Right. Yeah, this this feels... Uh, Avengers definitely feels a little bit like a button masher. 
Um, it, it is kind of like, you know, you kind of stick to the enemies at times. So, like, if you just punch in the direction of an enemy, you kind of, like, slide to them kind of thing and hit them. It doesn't so feel as good as Batman, though. Well, Batman's a different combat system. Yeah, but you still slide to enemies. Like, Batman looks like he's on roller skates when you're doing combat. <laughs> it's it does get kind of ridiculous in Batman sometimes. Yeah. Batman is all about hitting hitting one guy and then hitting a different guy, then hitting a different guy. This game is more like getting to a guy, beating him to a pulp, then going to the next guy. It's not really about the free flow stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there is some there. Like and and when you do pull it off, like the like the dodges and stuff like that, they they do feel really cool. Um, Avengers is like I mean, that's the best way I can put it. I haven't I haven't wrote my review. I, I want to get to the the end before I write my review, and I haven't really had much time to. I, I mean, work's been crazy, but uh, I, I think it's an okay game. That's the best way I can put it. I don't know what yeah, I'm going to give it yet. It's an okay game that's probably going to get better in the long run. It's, exactly. It's like, exactly. Yeah. I'll be and, I'll be very interested. Board. Yeah, I'll be very interested to boot this game up on my Series X come next summer. Exactly. You know, all the all the more reason to check check it out with higher fidelity frame rates and all that stuff. And frame rates really matter for beat 'em up games like these. You know, make them feel more responsive. Uh, you know, they can do cooler stuff. So, generally speaking, it just might be a good idea. They're locked to thirty on the consoles, right? Uh, on the pro consoles, you can unlock it to sixty, but it never holds. I do not suggest that at all. Yeah, yeah the the, the, the fluctuation drops too much for it to feel good. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. All right. Next email comes from Jeremy. Says the new price watch. Hey guys, hope you had hope you gents had a good week. So we finally know the price of the consoles. With all of that out in the open, I am left with a bad feeling that expandable SSDs are going to be friggin' spendy. Oh, yes. I saw a video about Xbox cards costing $200 plus for one terabyte. Oof. Don't believe any any videos right now because people don't know they're speculating. But they're not going to be cheap, so... For sure. Yeah, they're going to be over 100 for sure for a terabyte for one of their things. Yep, um, I would um, I would almost guess like a 129 price tag for that one terabyte Seagate expansion card. I've got a terabyte. Uh-huh. I've got a regular terabyte like external drive that I have no problem hooking up to my Series X and worrying about loading times. I don't care. I, we'll I don't see. Know, we'll see I, what I, happens when this comes out. Whenever, as much as I adore Monster Hunter, like I want to stop playing it on PS4 because of those goddamn load times. If I could get back all the load times of all the gaming that I had in my past life, I'd be like two years younger right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm just sitting there during those one, two, three minute load times, hundreds, thousands of times, and they really add up. They break up the pacing of the game. If you're going to buy a new console, I would definitely not sacrifice that experience just for convenience sake because i want it that's one of the biggest things that's going for me not the prettier graphics not the better frame rates the load times that's what yeah. matters most for me on this generation i yeah. agree with that 100 percent. i have a <laughs> I, don't me. I have a 500 gig ssd on my xbox that i put all of my frequently played games on yeah, which is and i know we talked about this last week but that's that's the reason why ghost of tsushima feels like such a freaking wizardry yeah. uh this generation because the load there's no load times. No, yeah. There's no very, very minimal if there is yeah. any. Yeah. yeah. 
he says, I hops. This is addressed before I hope, I'm assuming is what he meant to say, but it came I'm out. Oh, you must be hungry for uh, pancakes here. I hope this is addressed before launch, uh, but I've decided to go to hang back for around six months or so before jumping into next gen. Yeah. Always Honestly, a good plan. Yeah, that's the smartest thing you can do. Unless you have a very specific reason why you're buying it. For me, my PS4 disk drive has kind of been broken for a while, and uh, I've been looking to upgrade uh, for a long time. That's the reason. If my PS4 uh, Pro disk drive was fine, I probably would not buy it uh, on day one, on, although... Demon Souls probably would have convinced me by now that I, I wanted one. But, uh, you know, we all have our reasons. And if you don't have a specific reason, you don't have to be one of the first people. You're you're taking all the risk with very little gain. Yeah. Yeah. I always uh, post that video of don't buy a console at launch. It still holds true down. Yep. Uh, Antonio sends an email. says, cross 4 gen podcast. So here's my thinking in regards to Amazon PS5 pre-orders. This can also include other retailers, by the way. Common sense tells me that if they open up more spots for pre-orders, then that should be an indicator that they knew they will be getting enough to fill the previous pre-orders they got. Anyways, when I saw the Ragnarok tease that set the game for 2021, I immediately scoffed at it a bit. But then I was reminded, no spoilers by the way, that in the documentary about the game, Corey Barlog noted that he had so many ideas that couldn't be implemented into the game and that they didn't waste time going into production for the next game. There are travel points in the game you straight up cannot go to, so it's obvious it's meant for the next iteration. It also leads me to believe that it will be a cross-generation. The meltdowns will be a sight to behold. And one last thing, Jim Ryan sucks. Okay. I don't know who Jim Ryan is. He's the head of Sony. He's the guy that's been oh, okay. lying about all this shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's yeah, the one that made the comment, we believe in generations. Oh. Sure you do. He, he believes in it somewhat later. Don't worry about I think, it. I think he believes in money more, which is... Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you know. Where he should be. All, all these CEOs and presidents, uh, they, they believe in money the most out of anything else, which which is fine. I, I don't mind. But it'd be nice if they're more transparent about the things that they're doing. Yep. All right, I got a few tweets. Drew, you still sticking around or you got to go? Uh, yeah, let's get them done. All right, tweets. First one comes from Real Shogun Beats. He says, I missed the tweet. This is from last week. Just wanted to say, wow, Microsoft has a great return policy. I played Avengers for hours. I just don't like the game, and yet they gave me back full credit. Can't wait for the 22nd. They will get my money again. Nice, nice. That's always good. It's like it's one of those things where if you have good customer service and practices, it really goes a long way to kind of fostering brand loyalty in that way. And if they do it right by their consumers, then they deserve it, right? So yep. it's, it's nice. It's nice to see. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like that uh, these retailers are getting better at digital returns because it's a, it's a hard thing to to know that if you pre-order something that you're just kind of stuck with it. Yep. Andy writes in and says, listening to the 2018 podcast for Game of the Year because I'm looking for a good PC game to play. Drew, shit on me for still playing Destiny. Yeah, <laughs> Andy, uh, he's a co-worker of mine and uh, he... Played a lot of Destiny back in those days, and uh, <laughs> I told him he was wasting his time. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Lanka Man says, Hello, gents. Trust all is well and dandy with you and your loved ones. Been crazy busy and playing catch up on your podcasts. Loving Game Pass, as I have been trying out and loving a lot of games I never would have played before. 
For the first time ever, I'm not in any hurry to purchase a next-gen console. Yes, it's exciting. Yes, I'm looking forward to seeing the true potential of these machines, but I just don't feel the need or urge to purchase either of them for a while. Feels weird. Yeah, I'm honestly feeling the same way. I'm going to attempt to get a Series X on Tuesday, but if I can't, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. He says, stay safe and eagerly anticipating your views and reviews over the next few months. Thanks again for the commitment to the podcast. Nice to have that constant during this crazy times in our lives. All the best from across the pond. Justin writes in, Anthony's not here. so <laughs> 2021 is going to be an amazing year for gaming. I can't wait. Uh, PS5 has one of the best launch lineups in recent memory. One of the best, or sorry, one of my favorite games of all time, Demon Souls, is reason enough for me to get one uh, day one. Plus, Spider-Man and Godfall will be fun to play at launch, too. Oh, cool, he's coming after me. Um, I find it hilarious that Ken preached for months about only getting a Series X at launch and then whined on Twitter about his pre-order woes when it came to PS5. I thought it was a waste of 500 just to play Spider-Man, and you don't even need one since it's coming to PS4. You're right, and fuck off. Um, <laughs> why doesn't Tony Hall, Why doesn't Tony have a Switch yet? Seriously. He's not here, so I don't know. Started Last of Us 2 last night. I wonder what side of the fence I'll land on since my friend seems split on it's a masterpiece or a POS. I've never heard anybody call it a POS. Uh, I've heard people call it a piece of shit, but the, the thing about it is that, like, I, I don't think you have to be one or the other. I'm I'm very kind of in the middle. Uh, there are things about that game that I really like and enjoy. There are things about that game that I did not enjoy. It's just uh, I I don't. It's not a love it or hate a game. You can be in the middle. It's just it's a misconception. Yeah, I I think people who called it a piece of shit are just people who were angry. Yeah, at the game because it's I didn't like the game, but I think it's not a piece of shit. Not even close. It's a very high quality video game. <laughs> It's ridiculously polished for what it is. Yeah, I yeah. just didn't like its pacing and its storyline, but mm-hmm. I, as a video game, that thing is a fucking masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, played through Adventure of Mana on the Mana Collection, and that's a fantastic action RPG for Game Boy, probably in my top ten Game Boy games now. Uh, so should I keep my Cyberpunk pre-order for my Xbox One X or wait for the PS5 version? Uh, wherever you want to play it. Well, I mean, there's not a yeah. There's there's not a, a version. It's just the game, and it gets it's, upgraded or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. and it's not getting upgraded until next year sometime. Yep, that is true. So it's I it mean, will it's, work on work. PS5 and, yeah, C- and Series X, but it won't be like enhanced until next year. Yeah, right? it's a, it's a Cyberpunk is a PS4 slash Xbox One game. Mm-hmm. That is getting a next gen upgrade sometime next year for free. Yeah, for both uh, uh, consoles, right? Yes, and yeah. will work on both consoles backwards compatible at launch, but it is not a PS5 or Xbox Series X game. Right. I was about to say because I, I looked at the recommended specs for PC. Shoot, my 2016 PC can run it. Yeah, it'll run on a 780, right? It'll run. It, no, I mean, I, I mean, I know that they mentioned a 1060. I thought 780 was like the low of the low specs. It is the low, but the recommended Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. was a 1060, and I've got that. There you go. Yeah. The the good thing about CD Projekt Red is they always do a really good job at making their stuff just work. 
Which are three on launch was a little shaky with some of the bugs. Sure, but they, sure. They got it. They got it ironed out within like a day, which was yeah. Pretty that's crazy. the thing is like they'll they'll fix it quick. Mm-hmm. CD yeah. Projekt Red is probably, if you want to use that word, the most like consumer friendly developer out. There. One, one of the if if there's that's, there's no arguing. Um, yeah. One of the reasons why I did my pre-order for uh, Cyberpunk on GOG so that they get you know most of the most money. Most of the out. money, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I honestly think Final Fantasy VII Part Two is spring 2023 by the latest. So is 16, which I'm super excited for. Going to be fall 2021 or fall 2022. Uh, probably 2022 based on Square Enix just being really slow with everything. I think if you don't put Final Fantasy VII Part Two out until 2023, fuck off. Yeah, that's that's a major mistake. Three years after part one, which part one is what ten percent of that fucking game. I mean, it's by that by that lo- yeah. by that logic, that game is not going to be finished until twenty forty. Possibly. The fucking, what's the fucking point? They haven't gone away, uh, gone to say definitively how many parts it's going to be, right? Yeah, but you finished the first one, right? That's nothing of the game. Literally nothing of that game. Midgar? It's like it's, one fourth yeah. of the game. No. Midgar, no. yeah. No. Midgar was super short. Midgar usually only took you about six hours. Yeah, and that game was like 80 plus just to finish. That ain't a quarter of that game. No fucking way in hell, Jay. One day I'll have to replay Final Fantasy VII to remember. Final Fantasy VII, the original Midgar, you, you is something. You even went into the past and and found out, you know, what Sephiroth was really doing. Yeah, there's uh, Midgar is a very tiny portion of that original game. Yeah. Right, but we also saw that the story is not going exactly the way it did in the original. Not no, even, it's not. not but they're also the expanding the story. They're expanding sections, but there are locations that they could safely cut out without any real uh, drawbacks as long as they're oh, doing uh, things other way. But anyway, I, I, don't, I don't really know what's going to happen with that game. All I can say is that I really enjoyed the first part of Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I want to play the rest. As far as the timing, I just want to be realistic here. They always take their sweet time with these games, so I, I don't expect them anytime soon. And that's fine with me. I'll play them when they arrive in like two, three years from now. Whatever. Yep. Uh, I'm going to continue on with Dustin, but I'll go back to David's tweet. Uh, he says, not a huge Harry Potter fan, but that game looks fun. Yeah, it <laughs> interesting. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a Harry Potter guy either, but I thought it looked interesting. Uh, man, you guys really like Taco Bell. Yes, we do. Yeah, Taco Bell's pretty great. Uh, of course, this isn't a positive tweet. I think 90% of that menu is garbage. I only eat a cheesy gordita crunch or Crunchwrap Supreme, which is damn near the same thing. Also, White Castle is easily the worst fast food. I'd rather eat McDonald's for a year. Blah. Uh, I don't have White Castle often, but I don't hate it. I love White Castle. Yeah. I I will actually agree with him there. White Castle, to me, is the absolute worst fast food. I get it. I know a lot of people love it, but... I I think you're the absolute worst fast food. I might be. Ryan, I might be. Yeah, there's a, a local sliders joint around in Jersey that I go to. Um... I think it's like white mana it's called and they're like white castle but better in every way because they just kind of use fresher ingredients and the, the burgers taste better but anyway that's that's generally where i go for sliders i think and wombat you might know because i won't go there because it's like white castle but 
the talk around here is there's a local place that is supposed to have like the best sliders, and that's the hamburger wagon. I've never been there. Um, people swear by that place. It's near my house. Like I drive past it almost on a weekly basis, and like there's always a massive line. It's a little. It's literally a little cart hmm. where they set up shop uh, during the day. Um, apparently, it's super famous. Like I've seen it in like those Google lists and things. Uh, but it's literally just one cart that runs in downtown Miamisburg, and they sell like slider onion-based burgers, and people just fucking love them. So. Interesting. Well, I mean, give it a shot at some point if you're able. I want. I'm gonna have I to. Don't, I don't like onions, so I can't mm. eat there. Okay. I will give it a shot and report back at some point. You should, right. Jason. Miamisburg. You know, Jason absolutely loves it. Like he, I saw him standing there several times when I drive past. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So he absolutely loves it, and there's always a line. So. Where is it at in Miamisburg? It's uh, it's in downtown. It's in like that little like old town. You know where Ron's yeah. Pizza is in downtown? Yep, I do. Yeah, it's right across the street in that little like weird circle turn. All right. Yeah, it's look, right there. For it. Yep. Man, you I'm gotta find it on. You gotta find it when it's open. It's only there. Like they move the cart when they're closed. <laughs> so like they literally roll it in, open up shop, and then roll it out. Interesting. Um, you guys honestly think Crystal Dynamics would be axed if Avengers fails? I think they would have a, uh, have to fail a couple more times. Three, four, three. On the other hand, I honestly don't see much of a future for them. Yeah, I'm I'm really nervous for the future of of three, four, three. If this Halo game doesn't work out, yeah. If this Halo game flops, three, four, three is fucking done, man. Has Has any of the Halo games ever flopped? I mean, like they might not have been critically you know received well as the other games but i think they all sell pretty well don't they they sell but the problem is is you're you're ruining consumer trust when the last two games you've put out yeah, have not been very right. good and jay selling doesn't matt doesn't mean anything anymore because they're all on game pass that's yeah. true you're right ryan damn i didn't even think about that these first party games coming to game pass yep mm. and the fact that people like talk about halo and they haven't talked positively about halo since you know bungie stopped making it so right kind of like how gears is kind of trying to turn things around with gears tactics and gears 5 after the judgment and 4 not being as good so hopefully they'll turn things around with halo too because you know as as much as i've kind of fallen off the radar for halo but it's one of those series that i really started out with and i really enjoyed at the beginning of it so yeah i I think i would really still enjoy it if four and five were actually the same quality as the first, you know, three games. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, he says, kind of glad I'm not a big PC guy since those graphic cards were harder to find than a PS5. <laughs> well, I already told my story, so no need to go any further on that one. Uh, I hope RE8 has VR support. Uh, I hear that it will, but I'm not sure if that's confirmed or if it's just a rumor. I'm, I think I'm, I'm, gonna... I, I'm really excited for Minecraft. VR. I know that's supposed to happen this month. Minecraft PSVR, I should say. I know that's supposed oh. to happen this month, but okay. I'm very interested to see how that works out. I I have a VR, but I don't think I own Minecraft on the PS4. Man, don't with think how, I do. With how much moving around you do in Minecraft, I think that might be a nightmare for motion sickness. Yeah, I don't know. Know. we'll see. Yeah. yeah, it's had VR on PC for a long time, I think. So. The last time I booted up Minecraft was to check out ray tracing because I didn't know that I had ray tracing on my video card, but uh, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought the RTX was a brand name. 
<laughs> it kind of seems like a GTX. What did, what does GTX even mean, right? Yeah, so I don't you, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I thought like well, I I looked at my video card in my GeForce profile and it's like you have a 2060 RTX. I'm like cool. Or no, wait, is it 27? I have a 2070 RTX. I was like cool. That must be a cool brand. I was like oh shit, it's got ray tracing. Fuck, I'm gonna boot up Minecraft. Yeah, first gen ray tracing is a bit rough, but um, it gets the yeah. job done. It gave me a sense of what it's going to look like, you know, and I thought that was cool. So, uh, I think I'm going to wait on a Series X whenever it goes on sale or has a great package deal. When do you think that will be? I already have Game Pass, so it would need to be a game or a good discount. That You know, now that I think about it, you know how they have those bundles for the Xboxes when uh, like a big first-party game comes out, like a new Forza or a new Halo? But since those games are going to be on Game Pass, are they even going to do those launch bundles anymore? I doubt it. I I think you're more likely to see here's Xbox Series X with six months of Game Pass. Hmm. But and it's and it's Halo themed or something like it's got Master Chief on the fucking disc drive or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I think if you put six months of Game Pass in there, you're basically giving people 350 games for six months. So that's kind of better than bundling in one game, right? Well, from the value perspective, but I think a lot of people will think like, well, it doesn't actually come with any games that you technically own, so it might be a deal-breaker for some that don't really know the value of Game Pass yet. I mean, it's possible, but let's be fair. If you're going digital, you don't own your fucking games anyway, so... Mm, that's true enough. As I stare at my 1,500 Steam games, it's like, I don't oh, own I got any you. of these. I got you beat. I, oh, I just yeah? broke I just broke 2K on my Xbox. Ooh. I have 2010 Xbox games. Wow, just on your Xbox. That's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, just on Xbox. I forget what my PS, my PlayStation library is at. It doesn't count them, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't find a way to actually count like my library of games just by numbers. I'd have to scroll through them manually, and I'm not I'm not about to do that. Xbox is nice because when you go into like the game section, it shows you like there are 84 games available for EA Play. There are yeah. 2,000 games in your library. You know, I like that. I like numbers. Numbers are cool. Yeah, I like I like to go watch them go up. It's nice. Yep. Uh, his last tweet and uh, if you like numbers, Ken, you ought to love the Avengers. <laughs> numbers flying t- all over the place. I can't tell when the numbers go up, and when they do, I don't feel like it really made a difference. <laughs> so, uh, his last tweet just says "R.I.P. R.G.B." I'm assuming he was trying to say "R.B.G." for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but instead he said "R.I.P." to Red, Green, Blue um, cables. Hmm. No, definitely, definitely okay, a her. weird, definitely a weird weekend of. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I don't want to get political, but I was definitely, no. definitely shocked and really, really sad about the uh, the death as well. Yeah, she did. She did a lot of good for a lot of people. So she did. She did. Uh, back to David Sweet. He says, "I'm so excited for November and still wondering if I will get the Xbox Series X. One of the things as an adult that brings me that childlike joy, other than sitting in the theater watching a Marvel movie." Video games are great, y'all. And this video is... games are great, y'all. Video yeah, really and it's gonna good. keep getting crazier and better and everything. So hold on to your butts. I'm ready, hold baby. I can't. Next gen. I can't wait. I I love so like this weekend. I went out and did what might be my final yard work. Um, and just seeing leaves changing colors and the cool brisk air, I'm like, yep, it's coming. Fall. Oh, it's beautiful. I love fall. Yeah. 
it was nice and cold Saturday morning when I got off to do my yard work, and I was like, yes, yes. My air conditioner's not running. My windows are open. Less well, bugs this. around, mosquitoes, yes. Yeah, nice. the bugs are gone. You know, it's uh, love this time of year, and it's and it's always coincided with new video game consoles. And it in the year that is 2020, mm-hmm. God, I need this fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the thing about it is that, like, I looked at a lot of my purchases, like my ultra-wide monitor, my attempt to get the video card, buying the PS5. And I realized, like, I don't particularly need any of these things, but I just want them. They'll make me feel a little better. They'll give me something to look forward to when we're all kind of in this state where we're all just kind of trying to struggle to fight off like some manner or some semblance of depression in varying degrees. So it's just nice to just have something you can look forward to. Now I'm definitely looking forward to November 12th where, you know, hopefully I'll get my PS5 in within the next day or two. And hopefully I can get my graphics card and do all these other things because you gotta, you gotta yeah. keep your spirits up, man. It's, that's all for sure. We all need it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to my wife about that last night because she was, she wasn't feeling great, and I was like, look, I was like, everything that happens to you right now is, like, multiplied by, like, a thousand. Seriously. Yeah, like, this year is just, this year is just, it's just, it's, it's a bear. And, like, even me, who is normally very stable, I've had bouts of depression this year. It's, it's, it's rough. And I'm, I'm totally going to get on Amazon and order a zip-up fucking jammy one to f- feedy pajamas. <laughs> you know what you need to, you know what you need to buy? <laughs> I'm telling you, is a comfy. It's is that like is that comfy. like pajamas? No, it's called comfy, C O M F Y, and it's a super oversized sweat that is like fluffy on the inside and big enough that you can like pull your knees up into it if you needed to. Um, <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's amazing. I'm looking at it right now, and there's this, there's this. Uh video of these people dancing in the comfies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's I, I fantastic. Just, I just want to buy a, a onesie feedy pajama so when I get my Xbox and my PS5, I can literally like sit on the floor like a little kid and open them up. I, I feel like I need that for my mental well-being. You know, I might get one of these comfies for winter. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. <laughs> They're amazing, yeah. and your hands are free for gaming. It's uh-huh. perfect. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm gonna be at my desk doing work most of the time anyway. If, you know, might as well not turn up the heat, wear one of these, and just get comfortable. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to have a blanket or anything. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, these all sound like wonderful ideas, and and I'm so ready for that time of year. I'm so ready for this nightmare that is 2020 to be over. And it's not like I think the world's gonna change on January 1st, 2021, but you need to, you need some sort of mental semblance that this thing has passed. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you there. It's it's been hitting hard for everyone, and who would have thought, man? Like if you if you told me in like January or February of this year that this is what we're going to be doing for the rest of this year and possibly going into the next year, I've been like, no, get out of town. That's that's never going to happen. In the forty years I've been on this planet, I've never seen anything like this, and I probably never will again. Anyway, let's wrap up with Peter. Peter sends some tweets in. He says, I was just wondering if you guys know anything about the Watch Dogs Legion multiplayer. Watch Dogs 2 was fantastic. Oh, it was pretty unique and fun. I do not. 
Um, I've not seen anything for Legion except for that one trailer where they kept, kept hopping back between characters. They released a lot more detail since then. I mean, they've shown the game a lot um, about the okay. things you can do, but it's all been single-player stuff. They haven't really talked about the multiplayer at all. So, I don't know. I I am more and more intrigued by that game by the day, and it will definitely be something that I will probably hold off until the Series X and play it there. So. Right. Um, Watch Dogs 2 was a really big step up from Watch Dogs 1, so if they have a similar step up for Legion, I think it's going to be a very good game. And finally, he says, give me Prototype 3 on the new Series X. Ooh. With all that destruction, instantaneous, uh, no loading, that'd be pretty sweet for a prototype kind of game. And, you know, (laughs) the famous line, I fucking hate computers. (laughs) Well, that was Prototype 2, right? That was Prototype 2, yeah, where he smashed the computers. I fucking hate computers. God damn those games! Those games were fun. They kind of played bad. Like the control wasn't great, mm-hmm. but they were fine. I mean, we got those. I'm using finger quotes remasters on the current gen consoles, but um, yeah, I'd, I'd be down for a new prototype. But it's Activision, so I wouldn't count on it. Truthfully. Yep, I wouldn't count on it either. Anyway, that's all the tweets. If you want to tweet at us, at M4G Podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Ryan is at WombatRP. Jay is at Bottasai J. I am at ZTGD. And you can follow the site at ZTGD Content. Check out Drew's playthrough of God of War on Phoenix Down. I believe they're getting close to finishing it, finally. It's only taken two years for Drew to play God of War. Um, but that hopefully will be back on track this week. Next week, we'll get back to talking about games. I know there were some big releases this week. Super Mario 3D All-Stars. I played WWE Battlegrounds, which, by the way, Ryan, you totally missed out on that. That game is super fun. I believe it. Wow, I'm shocked at how fun it is. Um, but yeah, lots of games coming out. We'll probably talk about Mafia next week. Um, but yeah, it's an exciting time. And if you want to shoot us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. But other than that, I don't think I have anything else. I think I might go get some food, watch some yeah, I'm, football. I'm hungry after talking about all those sliders, man. Oof. I mean, that's how that's, every week we do the same shit where the last half hour of the show is people talking about how hungry they are. I know. Hungry. Eh. So I'm going to go do that. I'm going to watch some football. I'm going to enjoy the cool, cool, brisk air outside and uh, realize that it's only 52 days until next gen starts. Yep. We're almost there. Exciting. But unless anybody has anything else, we're going to get out of here. Peace, Bertrand. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.
Dragon. Yeah, I killed the dragon.